Welcome to Calvary Revival Church Podcast, where we exist to know God, live generously, discover purpose, and make a difference. Wherever you are listening from, our desire is for this practical teaching to make a difference in your personal life and in the lives of the people and community around you. And now, let's prepare ourselves for an uplifting experience. Yes. Hallelujah. Anybody want God to be glorified? Yes. Come on, give the Lord great praise. In Hallelujah the to God. He Hallelujah. is worthy of the glory, worthy you, of the honor, worthy of the Hallelujah. praise. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We bless your name. Yes. Well, I can tell I'm in second service. I don't even have Hallelujah. to ask y'all to give him praise. Come on, for the next 45 seconds, glory let's give God, God our best. We magnify you your name. Of our worship, worthy of our praise. Hallelujah! We love you, Lord, and we magnify your name. Great is our God, and greatly to be praised. Glory to God! Come on, slip those hands up and just begin to wave them in the presence of God. Hallelujah! Come on, open your mouth and just tell Him, Lord, we bless you. We honor you, Lord. We bless your name. We give you glory. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord, for your presence in this place. Hallelujah. Thank you for the glory of God in this house. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for what you're doing among us. Thank you, Lord, that you're still present. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Post-pandemic, you're still present. Yes. 32 years later, you're still yes, present. Yes, God. Thank you, Lord, you're still working. Oh, we bless your name, Father. We honor you in this place. Glory to God. We thank you, Lord. We celebrate the greatness and the goodness of our God. Yes. You and you alone are worthy. Oh, God, we bless you. Worthy. Hallelujah. Worthy. Hallelujah. 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 I know it's kind of old school, but every now and then when we ran out of words, we just say worthy. Yes. Worthy. so worthy. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Is our God. Worthy are you, Lord. Worthy to be worshipped. Worthy to be praised. Worthy to be lifted up. Your name is worthy. Hallelujah. Your name is worthy to be blessed. Come on, look at two or three people yes. and tell them he is worthy of our praise. Yes. Hallelujah. He is worthy of our praise. Hallelujah. He is worthy of our praise. Glory to God. The Bible says from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord is worthy to be praised. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm reminded, Lady J, of the psalmist who in the early part of his experience, he said, three times a day, I will bless the name of the Lord. But he went a little further in his experience, and we find him again in the psalm saying, seven times a day, I will bless the name of the Lord. But we find him in the end of his life saying, I will bless the Lord at all all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. 
all may be seated in the house of the Lord. Yes, God. I hope you've already introduced yourself to the person that you're sitting by, so you don't call them bruh or sis the whole service. They have a name, so find out their name. And uh, the way you're sitting by a brother or a sister and you actually know their name, God bless you all. Thank you all for being present in the house. How about that yeah. word last week, thinking Amen. inside the box? How about that word? Yes. And uh, so we're, we're grateful for all that God is doing. And today, Lady Jan and I are here because we're going to teach a little bit on uh, new wine and, uh, and new wineskins. Um, we're going to talk about that a little bit from uh, Bishop Green's message from a few weeks ago. We're going to kind of jump into that and, and kind of uh, be the other side of what Lydia and David talked about on, on last, last week. Matthew 9, 14 through 17. Guests, we love y'all. Thank you for, yes, for thank being you. here. Uh, I see my friend, Dr. Antipas Harris, the president of the Urban uh, Renewal Center of Norfolk. Appreciate you. Friend of this ministry, thank you, sir, for being here this morning. Appreciate all of our guests. We love yes. y'all. I'm glad that you're here. Y'all make some noise for our campus pastors, David and Lydia. Matthew 9, 14, uh, Bishop Green read part of this, uh, read more of this. I'm going to read only four verses. One day, the disciples of John the Baptist came to Jesus and asked him, why don't your disciples fast like we do and the Pharisees do? Jesus replied, do wedding guests mourn while celebrating with the groom? Of course not. But someday the groom will be taken away from them and then they'll fast. Besides, who would patch old clothes with new cloth? For the new patch will shrink and rip away from the old cloth, leaving an even bigger tear than before. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. For the old skins would burst from the pressure, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. See that? Spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine... Somebody holler, new wine. New wine. New wine is stored in new wineskins so that both are preserved. Father, thank you for the reading of Scripture. Yes, Speak through it as we talk about it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Now, listen, I want to tell you all this straight up. When Bishop Green was talking about new wine and new wineskins and making the comparison between old wineskin, and a new wineskin, it had nothing to do with chronological age. Because Lady J and I, and these folks that we just put up before you, we're all new wineskins. Because being a new wineskin has nothing to do with how long you've been around. It has everything to do with the condition of your heart. Right. If you keep your heart right, you can be a new wineskin even when folk wouldn't think you could be. Because listen, there are young people who are old wineskins. Because, oh, y'all ain't going to talk to me. I tell you, this is the young server. Y'all like, no, don't try to insult us like that. It's not an insult. It's the truth. Because an old wineskin has no flexibility. An old wineskin can't embrace new things. Right. An old wineskin can't see the new thing that God is doing. There are a lot of people that are young, but they can't embrace what God is doing right now. And then there's some of us that are older, but we fully embrace everything that God is doing. Because the condition of my heart is what determines 
whether I'm a new wineskin or an old wineskin. I want to know, are there any new wineskins in the building? Anybody want something fresh from God? Anybody want something new from God? Anybody flexible enough not to be bound in your old patterns and be open to what God is doing right now? Most of the new God is doing a new thing in this house text that I get, I get from Richard and Emma Clayton. If they send me one more text talking about the new thing that God is doing, I get one probably twice a week from them. Pastor Clayton is the most senior leader on our council, but he has the most supple heart for new things because it's not a matter of chronological age. It's a matter of are you doing what you need to do to keep your heart ready for what God is about to do. He and these brothers and sisters that we celebrated today, Pastor Janine and I, we have learned, uh, we've learned how to keep our spirit Fresh and because we fresh and new, yeah, we, ain't we? we, we I mean, we, we, we got that thing, girl. We you did that we, right. We, we did it right. right. Thank you. you. Got it right. We, yes. we, we, got, we got fresh new yes. wine skin. Now, how do we keep it like that? How do we keep it fresh? How do we keep it new? How do we keep it flexible? Well, there are three things that are going to fight you to get you to go from a new wine skin to an old wine skin. The first one is time. Time is an issue because if you're not careful, you'll think because you've been around for a while, you already know it all. Or because since you've been here for a while, you are entitled to something. And entitlement is not just an old people issue. Entitlement is also a young people issue. It's it's the issue of thinking because of some amount of time, short or long, that I put in, certain things y'all ought to do for me because I've been here for five years. I've been here for 10 years. And so time itself can become a trap that can make your wineskin become old because you're not responding to things properly because you think somehow because of time, you know it. You got it. God doesn't have to speak to you because you know what God is saying. You know what God wants to do. But listen, we'll tell you, Lady Jen, I'll tell you, Every day we're saying, God, what are you saying? God, what are you doing? God, what do you want from us? We never wake up saying, we got this because we've been doing this for 32 years. No, we wake up today just as nervous and anxious about getting it right as we did when we woke up 30 years ago, believing God to get it right. You know why? Because we have not allowed time to make us feel entitled. Rather, we want to keep our wineskin fresh by staying open to whatever it is that God wants to do. Look at your neighbor and say, don't let time make you old. That's good. That's an interesting thought, is it? Don't let time make you old. Time can make you old, but it doesn't have to. I said time can make you old, but it doesn't have to. Second T that'll cause you to lose your the newness of your wineskin is trouble. Somebody say amen. See, if you get enough trouble going on in your life, if you have enough trouble and you don't know how to respond to trouble, you'll start to get old and your your wineskin will start to get old and crackly and inflexible and hard and it can't, nothing can get in there because trouble has been a problem for you. And how many of y'all know that all you need to know is two people to have trouble? I know that's right. All you got to do is just know somebody and you'll have trouble in your life. There's always trouble 
coming from one direction or another. This past week, I got a, a, a somewhat of a troubling medical report. How you respond to that right. will determine what happens in your wineskin. Right. Do I go into worship or do I go into worry? Do I go into trust or do I go into anxiety? When trouble comes, trouble can push you into an aged wineskin if you don't handle right. it properly. Right. Somebody say amen. Amen. And then finally, the, one more T, the temptation to hold a grudge. The temptation to, uh, to refuse forgiveness. The temptation to be resentful can cause your wineskin to age. You better let them go because they ain't worth you missing out with right. on what God's getting That's ready right. to do. You better release right. them and forgive them. Take it, take it from me, y'all. Take it, take it from a battered brother. I've been abused for 32 years. I've been beat up every kind of way you can imagine, talked about every way can be talked about. Now they tired of just saying it. Now they're making videos and books to try to talk about a brother. But I'm not going to hate you right. because I'm going to heaven. That's right. And I'm not going to miss what God is doing in my life right now. You can't make me miss the new wine. You ain't going to, and your issue is not going to make me get old and cratchety and start fighting everybody and live a cynical, sarcastic life. It ain't happening here. Right. God will have to Come help on. me to forgive and forget and keep right. moving because I don't want to miss the new wine right. Woo, that God is pouring out. I know some Woo. of y'all like that wine, but I like that new wine that, that comes straight from the throne. That stuff that that stuff that'll change your life, that'll intoxicate you and won't give you a headache. Come on. My God, that's what I want. And I can't let trouble stop me. Because you see, trouble and time and the temptation to resent will make you harden your heart in order to protect yourself from the next attack. Yeah. But we've got to trust God and say, God, I can't protect myself from right. the next attack by being mean. I can't do that, but God, i got to trust you and walk in love and forgive and not hate and say, God, help me. If it breaks my heart, i got to cry all night long. God, don't let me walk in hate and unforgiveness. Yeah. One of my children said to me, most sobering words probably ever been spoken to me. One of my children said to me, and you probably can guess which one, but one of my kids said to me, said, how long are you going to love people and then just let them spit in your face? You know, that's tough when it comes from your child. Daddy, how long are you going to love people and let them spit in your face? My answer, long as I have to, right. as long as I don't walk in unforgiveness. Because I'm determined to keep my, my wineskin supple so that if God says I'm getting ready to pour out, my God, I feel like running. If God, if God gets ready to pour out something, I want to be the one that Come he's on. pouring it out on. Come on. I need you to lift your hands if you want to be the one he's Come pouring on. it out on. Pour out on yes. me, Lord. I want. Come on, Pastor, you got to rescue me. Ooh, I, 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 I thought sitting down would keep me from preaching. Don't preach. <laughs> Don't preach. Don't do that. Preach. Because Lady J has talked, I'm going to get her to talk a little bit about the history of the wineskin because I want you to see how critical you are to the kingdom. 
And, uh, and, and you said a little history this morning. Start us there, Lady J, and I, I, I'll hold you. You hold the wine skin? I got you. Okay. I'll hold the wine skin. Anything oh. in here? There was, but one of my children drank it already. I ain't gonna tell you which one, but. Help Jesus. Okay. Well, now. Oh, yes, still. <laughs> now, okay, we, talk, we talked about the wineskin, and what I want you to understand is back in the day when they drank wine, uh, the reason why they drank wine is because there was a scare, there was, water was scarce back in the day. And so they had to drink wine because the water was scarce. And what they did have was oftentimes impure. That's right. But it ain't scarce today. Folks, they're drinking that wine, though, baby. <laughs> that ain't I don't want you to know it ain't scarce today. But, uh, but, that's, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that's why they drank wine, is yeah. because they, they did wine making because the water was scarce. Right. And, uh, and so. When we look at wine in the scriptures, we always relate it to the what? To the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yes. And so when we talk about the new thing that God is doing, we're talking about the new wine, the new spirit that God wants to put within us. And I want you to see that when he does that, when he puts that new wine in us, when he puts that spirit in us, it's to give us new life. It is to give us a new hope. Yes. It is to give us a new strength. Yes. It's to because see what we had back then is okay but we need it today right I don't right. know about y'all but <laughs> when I woke up this morning there were new devils this morning and new devils requires new levels new levels and so you need a new anointing to yes. be able to stand in this day you know even though you've been filled with the Holy Ghost in 1958 it's not gonna work in 2022. You need a refilling. You need a refilling, yeah. a new refreshing yeah. of the Holy Spirit to be yes. able to stand against the wiles of, of the enemy. enemy. Yeah. And so we talked about the old wineskins, Bishop, and you and you uh, elaborated on that, but those old wineskins really speaks about us. Sure it talks does. about our old values old and ways. our old ways and our old, old beliefs and old attitudes. Yeah. Those things got to go. Yeah, because they make up an old wine skin. That's right. And the beauty of this is we get to decide if we want to be a new wine That's skin right. That's or right. an old wine skin. That's right. That's right. And so those kind of things we've got to let go. And so if we're going to be filled with the Spirit of God in this new wine, then we have to begin to ask God, give me, Father, a new touch. Yes. So we need a new touch from God. That's part we, of the new wine? Yes, that's part of the new wine. We need a fresh revelation. Yes. Of what God wants to do. Yes. We got to line ourselves up with God so that we can hear the voice of God. Yes. You can't just run out here and do what you want to do. Yes. You got to line yourself up with the things of God. What yes. does God want us to do? Yes. And so we also need a new way of doing things. Talk about it, Pastor Jean. A new way of doing things. I was sitting in my doctoral class yesterday, and one of the things that one of the students uh, 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 brought to our attention is that, you know, back in the day, we used to pass out tracts for evangelism. How many remember them? Tracts. Yeah, we ain't passing no tracks today. Ain't nobody trying to touch ain't your hand. Ain't nobody touching no tracks. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to take a track from you today. Mm -hmm. So you got to learn how to do evangelism even differently. The kind of things that we did yesterday. Yes. Was a way of doing a new 
faith. Yes. How to reach people in a different way. Let them know that they are valued. Let them know that Jesus loves them. They'll take that more than they'll take a track. Absolutely. Sure. Because if you all think about even in the, the spirit of David and Lydia sharing, inside the box was an emphasis on holding on to the things that got us here. Yes. Prayer got us here. Fasting got us here. Honoring this word got us here. And so we have to operate inside the box on the principle, but we have to step outside of the box when it comes to the way we do things. Yes. So we, we get our foundation yes. inside the box, but we can't live and do inside the box because we've got to step outside That's of right. it because uh, 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 methods of many, principles of few. Uh, uh, methods may change, principles never do. That's right. And so there are certain principles inside the box, but there are methods that take us outside the box, and we don't want to be heard saying the seven last right. words of the dying church. We ain't never done it that way before. That's right. That's right. Methods always bring a result. Yes. God's and uh, and you, we can't keep doing things the same old way yeah. that we used to. They were good in its time. Yes. But God wants to do a new thing. He wants to do, and you know, and when we say a new thing, we're not saying that he's changing his principles. God we're is not, not changing, changing And the that. message is not changing. No, it's just how we do it. Because yes. even when we talked about tracks, when we were passing out tracks, we passed them out with an attitude. Yeah. You go get saved today. Yeah, exactly. That's how we used to do it because yeah. it was hot. And we had to be out on them Ooh, corners and we had to pass out yes, the tracks. And so we did it with an attitude. But now, God needs people that are going to have the right kind of love. Yes. Going to yes. reach, reach a broken woman, a broken man, and it's not going to have a bad attitude. And, it's a, and, it, and it really is a new day. And in every season, it's a new day. I know for you all, it's hard to imagine, but those folks who've been with us for a while will tell you that some of the things that we did 32 That's years right. ago, they called us a cult for That's that. Right. They called us a cult because instead of having choir music every week, we had people standing up leading praise and worship. That's right. Everybody stood and sang. Now everybody everywhere does that. We had a new members class. That made us That's a cult. Right. Because we had a new members class. We prayed for 21 days for prayer and consecration. That, something wrong with that church. Something wrong with them. And then on top of that, people wanted to come. So they was in line outside. So they just knew. They, they claimed we were selling drugs from inside the building. Because church people said there ain't no way nobody stands outside waiting in line to get in the church unless there's drugs involved. That's what not unsaved people didn't say that. No, church, church people, people said that. Said that. So right. even then, God was doing a new, new thing. thing. So right. if God did a new thing then, oh, why wouldn't God do a new now. thing now? Yes, that's right. That's right. And when he pours in that new wine and uh, the work of the Holy Spirit, then we'll begin to see miracles. Yes, yes. And we got to begin yes. to expect miracles. Yes, yes. You know, I am thank God for people like... Smith Wigglesworth and those different people back in the day where they talked about when they just passed by people, people got healed. Yes. Uh, that was great. But I want to see God do it today. today. Yes. I want to see God open up blind eyes today. People walk away from their crutches and walk out of their wheelchairs. And I, I want you to know that it's already happening. It's already happening. Because when our young men and women are out there on Wednesdays feeding people in the senior homes and stuff, they're laying hands on people and people are being uh, uh, healed and coming out of their wheelchairs and throwing down their clutches. It's already happening. 
Because it's a new day. Yeah, it's, it's a, new, a day. new day. And it's the trickling in of it. It's happening, but it's going. It, but it's going to start as just. It's like like a, a not like a rainstorm. It starts with just a drizzle. Yes. But it's going to turn in to a storm. I yes. mean, God is going to pour this thing out, and it's not just going to be on a few, Lady no, Day, like no, you said this morning. No, no. But it's going to be on oh. the many. Yes. Not just the few. Yes. You don't know it, but God's going to use you That's to right. see miracles happen in your own That's life. Right. In your own family. That's you right. ain't gonna have to call nobody. You gonna lay That's hands right. on the Come sick on. and the sick that's will right. recover right. as a result of your ministry. That's right. God's gonna do and that's biblical. Mark 16 tells us that these signs follow those that believe. That believe. That's right. Isaiah 43 and 19 says, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. And I like this one. Now. now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the dark places. Yes, Come on. Thank you, Hallelujah. Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, Glory to, to God. God. Glory to God. I believe that God has taken us into places where unchurched people are, into places that we would never, ever think that God would send us to. Turn around and tell somebody, God going to send you places that you never thought he would. Come on, come on. You got to believe that because there are unchurched people everywhere. And you got to believe that God wants to send you into dark places, places where people need the word of God. Come on, in the clubs, they need them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yep. In the schools, they need them. In the schools, they need them. Wherever they are, God wants to bring them out of those places. Yeah, yeah. And bring life to them. Yeah, because the truth is, I'm going to say this prophetically over some of you. Some of you are in places and you're becoming like the people yes. in the darkness. But they ought to be becoming like you. Yes. Some of you are looking at what other people are and saying, I wish I could be like them. But God wants to raise you up so that they begin to say, Oh, I want to be like you. Yes. And there, there's, a, there's a turning coming because there's light coming and a river in the desert. Yes. So where there's been dryness, yes. God's about to bring a river. And fortunately or unfortunately, religious ways and habits are not going to work no. in what God no. is doing right now. No. There's a lot of just religion in church. Yes. And people are stuck in their ways. It's got to be this, got to be that. But God is removing religion, which is man's search That's for right. God. That's right. And replacing That's it right. with relationship, right. which is God's That's search right. for man. Y'all ain't right. hear what I said? Yes. And so God's doing that in the midst of yeah. us now. And uh, I love this. Now it shall yes. spring forth. Yes. Shall you not know it. Yeah. I will make a way in the wilderness mm -hmm. and rivers in the desert. Yeah. Now, now you've got six things, Lady J, that um, you say new wine looks like when it comes to the into the mission of CRC. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that we paint a picture for you so that you can join in. But the Lord showed us in the first service that the things that Lady J identified as attributes of the new wine are also the same methods that God uses to keep the wine skin supple. Mm -hmm. Let me give you an example. The first one she mentioned was organic outreach efforts to reach the lost. 
what we, when we say organic outreach efforts, what we mean by that is rather than just having programs and events, people start to reach people. Yes. But I mean, no, if that's a sign of new wine in our church, when we as a people start to reach the people that we influence, but that thing that is an attribute of the new wine will also keep your wine skin that's right. right. That's right. That's Amen. right. Look at your neighbor and say, if you share your faith, your wine skin will stay, right. will stay young. Right. Come on, tell them. Say, right. If you share your faith, your wine That's skin right. will stay young. reason a lot of people get old and cratchety in church is because they don't share their faith anymore. No. They're not looking for lost no. people. they just in church. In church. Yeah. And some of them are 32 years old. They're not all 72 years old. Some of them are 40 years old. In church, been in church for a long time, like church, like doing church, like to get their shout on, whatever. And that's all it is, is religion. But God says when organic outreach happens, not only is that the sign of new wine, but it's also something that'll keep your, your wine skin fresh. Yeah. When you go to minister to people that don't know the Lord, they put a pressure on you. Mm -hmm. to see what you got inside of you. Yes. And that's the reason why a lot of us rather stay in the house than to go outside the house because there's no pressure up in here. But when we go out there, there's pressure where the, the unchurched will say, well, why do you know? And why do you why believe Why do this? you believe this? Because see, that's what they did back in the first century in Jesus' time. Right, that's exactly And that's right. what the, uh, the disciples were a little confused because uh, they were wondering, the rabbi ain't coming like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. They used to ask that question. They yeah. were confused. Yes. Because he wasn't coming he like everybody else. No, he didn't operate like that. But see, you've got to see and understand that you are an extension of Jesus' ministry in, in the, the earth. earth. Yes. It yes. ain't about you. It ain't about you getting any kudos. It's all about Jesus. And so when you go outside of these doors, they need to know who Jesus is through you. Absolutely. And so you got to share your testimony. You got to share the gospel with them. Yes, yes. That's this new wine. They're looking for an answer. The world is looking for an answer. You said that this new wine, even the, the, when people ask us questions, put a, put a demand on us, draw on us, it creates pressure. Yes. Remember what Bishop Green said? He said the fermenting of the wine produces pressure. Yes. And that's what bursts an old that's wine right. skin. That's right. And so everything about this new wine uh, is that there's a little pressure to it. But if your wine skin is fresh and young and supple and stretchy and flexible, when the pressure comes, pressure doesn't burst you pressure only expands you yes. so now you can handle yes. even more yes. now because yes. the pressure makes you and so so that idea and you also mentioned not only organic outreach but discipleship too yes. which they go hand in hand yes. so we reach people and then we we become responsible for helping that sister or brother become strong right. in jesus you lead them to Jesus, take them to your connect group, and then y'all help them over the next nine, ten weeks learn who Jesus is, learn how to pray, learn how to uh, not cuss when somebody runs over your toe, talk to me, somebody. That, that you, you learn how to show them what living for Jesus yes. is yes. through the process of, of uh, organic outreach and discipleship. Well, then you also mentioned prayer and worship. Mm -hmm. So prayer and worship, not only are signs of the new wine, but they also keep the wine skin. Yeah, right. it does. You, you, can't, you can't do for God 
until you get close enough to him. You got to hear from him. You got to be able to hear from him. And so that's what prayer does. It allows you to know what's in the heart of God. Yeah. So you align yourself up with what God wants to do. Mm-hmm. So we have too many people out here doing what they want to do. Right. But God is looking for people that are going to come close, hear his heart, and do what's within his heart. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's amazing how even saying that almost sounds strange in the American church. Mm. You don't even hear people preaching. You watch Christian television, you won't even hear messages about hearing the voice of God and following God. Everything is about, it's your time now, and, and uh, it's a turnaround, and it's your season, and your blessing is coming. Sow $20 and get 2000 You know, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like that becomes the order of the day. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because the American church is spiritually obese. Yes. And because of its yeah. spiritual obesity, it takes in so much, yeah. gives it's out little. so little, it's going to run out of breath before you get to the end of the race. That's right. That's good. And That's so, so good. part of what God is doing in the new wine is he's trimming us down so that we bring, so that all this word we get, we start to release that That's word. Right. And part of what Lady J was saying is that prayer and worship in this house, as this new wine comes, we're going to see a new thrust yes. toward prayer and worship in this house. Yes. And while it's going to be seen on this stage and in our prayer meetings, but I'm believing and she's believing it's going to happen in individuals. Yes. Your worship life yes. is going to grow. Your prayer life is going to grow because it's a sign of new wine in new wine schemes. The other thing you listed, Lady J, was uh, raising up the next generation. That, that really is a part of the new wine for this house, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Raising them up. And not just raising them up, but actually coaching them and leading them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Training them. Coming alongside mm-hmm. them. So, 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 that's, so that's one of the ways, you know, we keep it tight, but we hang with, those, we having these young leaders, we walking with them, we listening to them, we laugh with them, we're serving alongside them, we're hearing their heart, and it not only is a sign of the new wine, but it keeps your wine skin right. Yeah. And so what you got to learn is to come alongside people and help people. You know, when we, you know it was amazing how even we talked about the, uh, the roses and the, and the linears and the copelands, that if you get to them and talk to them, it, will take you, it won't be three, four minutes into the conversation. They'll be talking to you about some way that they feel about their impact on the next generation yeah. and what they are called to do. They'll, they'll talk to you about how it feels to have raised kids who are now in ministry and serving because they feel so connected yes. uh, to what God is doing because it's not just about them. It's about what happens in the generations that come after right. them. Are y'all hearing what yes. I'm telling you today? Yes. And, and so, and you're never too, you're not too young to start thinking about that now. If you're 25, you ought to be thinking about your influence on 10-year-olds and 15-year-olds. You ought to already be thinking about the generation coming after you. You ought to be thinking that way because it's a sign of new wine. Yeah. And it's a, it's a method God uses to keep the wineskin fresh because we're involved in coaching and training and helping. Now, you had one more, Lady J, that community. I really like, this community yeah. deal. Talk about that just a little yeah. bit and why the new wine in CRC uh, embraces this community. Well, it's important for us to be in community. As many of you all know, through the pandemic, we were isolated from people, and, uh, and we felt that. And I know I did. 
you felt the fact that you weren't around people socially, and so uh, it caused a, a disconnect. And many of us, you know, we struggled with that. Uh, some people even got depressed over that, that they couldn't get around people. So community is so important, and we're believing that in this new uh, wave that God is doing in within CRC, that we'll connect more with each other through our connect groups. That's a great place to connect is within your connect groups where you can connect with people and fellowship with people. I, yesterday was a great opportunity. Ooh, yesterday it? was a great opportunity. Being out there yesterday and, uh, you know, having the fun of just sharing with each other. You know, I was flipping hamburgers and watching out for my hair. Oh, sister was, um, boy. Making sure that my Don't hair didn't get burned. catch on fire, Because uh, I needed my hair for the day. And, um... So, you know, but the good thing about it was that I was able to connect with those young men uh, that were flipping hamburgers just like I was and uh, laughing and those kind of things encourage you. Yes. Those kind of things build you up. And so there's something about community that really brings us to a place of hope and strength and unity. And so we need that in this new life. We really do. We do need that, y'all. Like never before, we need that. And she just ran right past the fact that she was in class yesterday, took her hour's break in class, eight hours, took an hour, her only lunch break that she had in eight hours to come out and serve in the parking lot because, because we understand the power of community. Won't be long, y'all got to call her Dr. Janine McBath because she's working on that now. So she's in, the, she's in the process of that. But the thing what you need to understand is that serving never gets old. No, it doesn't. And it keeps See, you young. Yeah, and it does. It keeps you young. But you need to understand you never retire from serving. Never. Never. That's just the way it is. I'm not going to retire from serving. Now, I may move into other areas of, of ministry, but I'll never retire from serving. That's right. If you got breath in your body, Ooh, Jesus. if you Preach got that. breath in your body, Say that, man. you ought to find a place in the house of God to be able to serve God's people, serve people that are in the community. If you got breath in that's the reason why you're alive, is to serve and to serve God's people, and to serve people that are lost. That's the only reason why you're alive. He yes. kept you alive for today so yes. that you can share Christ with yes. somebody today. Yes. Somebody needs you. Yes. And, uh, and, you know, and, and, you know, this pandemic, Pastor Jay is right, you know, it, it was those of us who struggle with depression and that, this pandemic was crazy. And, uh, and it created a lot of disconnects yes. for, for, for people. So I, you know, and I, Y'all, sometimes I just need y'all to pray for me because sometimes when people trip, I'm tempted to trip too. They trip, I want to trip back. <laughs> I spent a lot of my time in prayer saying, Lord, don't let me, don't let me, don't let me, don't let me, don't let me. And I'd be so glad sometimes, you know, because I can be pretty witty and, you know, I can think on my feet and, you know, folks say crazy stuff and I get a crazy comeback. Sometimes the Holy Ghost just shut it down. And I don't think, I don't think about how cool I could have I checked them till I done walked away. And I think, man, I wish I'd have thought of that did. The Lord said, no, I kept you from saying that because you got in trouble. <laughs> and so, so I'm going let to, me, let me get on the couch. Let me get on the white couch for a minute. Is there a psychiatrist in the house? Because I'm going to get on the couch for a second. Because how long have we been back in church, y'all? Three months. Three months. Three months. Some of y'all, y'all like, I ain't been back for two weeks, but <laughs> I, I feel you. So we've been back as a church since what, February? Something yeah, like that? February. So uh, February, March. Then we just had two services, didn't start till March. So y'all, people walk up to me with the complaint 
you, you need to do something because I feel very disconnected from the church. So y'all know I want a trip back. Say, so do I. I ain't been here in two and a half years. I have to think every time I walk up here, okay, how do I start? I read scripture first, what I do, because this is all. So, right. so what happens is everybody has That's felt right. some disconnect. Yes. But if I'm saved and got the spirit That's of God right, in Bishop. me, it's my personal responsibility to stay connected. It ain't nobody else's responsibility right. to keep me connected. Right. I got to say, God, right. help me to do what I got to do right. to be connected. God has been very good to us. And I'm happy to say to you all what I've been saying to churches across the nation is that post-pandemic is pre-revival. We're getting ready to walk into one of the greatest revivals that we've ever seen in history. God's about to do something yes. amazing. Yes. And if you're here and you're not a Christian, today be a good day for you to decide, I'm going to serve Jesus. All you got to do is just say, Lord, forgive me my sins. Cleanse me today. I know that you died for me, and I believe you rose again just for me. Take over my life. Make me a new person. If you prayed that prayer with me, or if you're praying that prayer, thinking that prayer right now, that as soon as we dismiss, there'll be folks standing around up here on our team that'll be happy to talk to you about next steps. You think, okay, once I get saved, what do I do next? That's the, the question we'd like to answer for you. Let me just speak a blessing over you before you go. Father, bless your yes, people. Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for your favor and your yes, face Father. to shine on them, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you give them Jesus. peace and Father. keep them this week. In Jesus' name, Jesus. Amen. amen. Come on, greet somebody before you go Thank you for joining us today. If you said that prayer and accepted Jesus into your heart, it's the best decision you could ever make. We want to celebrate with you, and we have some tools to help you on your journey. Just text JESUS to 48074. To find out more about Calvary Revival Church, text GUEST to 48074. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Thanks for listening. Now go out and make a difference.